0: Hello and welcome to this tour of the historic and fascinating statues of George Square. We will begin with the statue of Robert Peel, located on the left-hand corner of the square closest to Queen Street Station. If you are not standing by this statue, please pause the tour now. This statue to Robert Peel was erected in June 1859. He was a member of the Tory government from 1809 and served various positions in government, including Secretary for Ireland and Home Secretary, before becoming Prime Minister in 1834 to 1835, and then again in 1841 to 1846. He is most well known for introducing the idea of the Bobby or Peelers to the London Police Force, also known commonly as policemen. This statue is also an exceptionally popular spot for local avian species to relieve themselves. Let's move on to the next statue, Man on a Horse, which you will find to your right. Man on a Horse, also known as Queen Victoria, was erected in September 1854 in St Vincent Place and then moved to George Square in 1866. The statue was designed to commemorate her visit to Glasgow in August 1849. Victoria was made Queen in 1837 and is attributed to saving the monarchy from abolishment through her connection with the people and dignity. She acquired Balmoral Castle in 1852 and since then had a strong relationship with Scotland. Furthermore, much of the local Glasgow population believed she would be good in a fight as her sceptre could be used as a weapon. If you look to the right, you will see a second man on a horse. This is Prince Albert of saxe coburg Gotha. The statue was built in 1866 when Victoria moved to George Square and was designed to look similar to the statue of Victoria, the love of his life. In fact, the legs of the horse on Queen Victoria's statue was altered to match those of Albert's. The statue was built through public subscription Albert was a popular consort and a known supporter of industrialisation and new technology. It has also been commented that he would be useful in a fray due to the height advantage of having a horse. Next to Albert you would find a seated James Watt. This is one of the oldest statues in the square erected in 1832. Watt was a pioneering engineer and inventor He has been credited for inventing the unit in which we measure electricity. He also invented one of the first economical steam engines in 1769. He is known affectionately by the locals as Big Man due to his large stature. Straight in front, slightly to the left, you will see the statue to Robert Burns. Robert Burns was Scotland's national poet. The statue was built in 1877, however, the reliefs were not added till 1885 and 1887. He wrote poems such as Ode to Haggis and the words to the New Year anthem "Old Lang Syne, the song no one remembers the second half to. Just ahead of Burns, to the right, you should see the statue to Sir John Moore. This was a very early statue in George Square's history, erected in 1819. Moore was an army commander who was born in Trongate. He travelled all over the world to the Americas and France in combat. It was decided that a statue should be erected a year after his death, in 1809, after he was killed by a cannon shot to the stomach. He was also known for favouring excessive drapery. Directly in front of Sir John Moore, you will find the statue to man with a wrinkled face. This statue is a memorial to Field Marshal Lord Clyde. Lord Clyde was educated at Glasgow High School and would later become Commander-in-Chief for the Indian Army. The statue was inaugurated in 1868 and accurately represented Lord Clyde's expressive face. In front of Lord Clyde, slightly to the left, is a statue to Thomas Campbell, a Scottish poet buried in London. Campbell was born in Glasgow and educated the grammar school and the university, of which he later became Lord Rectorship. The statue took nine years to create and was finally erected in 1877. Straight in front of Campbell you will find another Thomas, Thomas Graham, the world famous chemist. Graham created Graham's Law, which looked at the diffusion of gases, which was crucial for the creation of dialysis. Thomas Graham was born in Glasgow, the son of a merchant, and would later attend the university. He later became master of the mint, a position he would hold for the rest of his life. The statue was officially unveiled in June 1872. Next to Graham you will see the Cenotaph, with its decorative lines. The Cenotaph was unveiled in May 1924 and is a memorial to the First World War. It was important that the memorial be placed in George Square, as it was originally used to recruit soldiers during the conflict. Many of the local residents now see the lions as a late-night climbing frame. To the left of the cenotaph, you will see a fashionable gent. James Oswald has been marked out as notably well-dressed compared to the others in the square, due to his cane and top hat and nonchalant stance. Oswald was a supporter of the Reform Act of 1832, and became one of the first members of Parliament for Glasgow to be elected by manhood suffrage. The statue was moved to George Square in 1875. The next statue we will look at is William Gladstone. This is the last statue on the edge of the square. Gladstone was a key player in British politics, having been Prime Minister four times during his political career. This was one of the latest statues to be built in the square, It was erected in October 1902. Some locals have commented on the statue's unusual sandy scent. We will end the tour with Nelson's Column in the centre of the square. This monument was erected in London to honour Admiral Horatio Nelson who died at the Battle of Trafalgar in 1805. Contrary to public belief, this may not actually be Nelson's column and may be a monument to the famous Scottish author Sir Walter Scott. Scott became well known for his many novels such as The Lady of the Lake and was one of the first Scottish writers to be translated internationally. The statue was erected in 1838 and the square is in Scott's honour. The space was originally intended to be a commemoration to King George III, But due to new controversial tobacco laws, the local merchants and government decided to commemorate the square to Walter Scott. Thank you for listening to the tour and I hope you enjoyed it.